Hey everybody, we're going live. I'm gonna give it a couple minutes to get people on live with us so we can get everyone engaged and talk to our wonderful audience as you show up. Oh, I can tag you, Donna Ray, even better. <laughs> there I go, hi, there you go. Um, so we're gonna give it a couple minutes here so we can uh, make sure everything is running smoothly as we get ready to talk about reawakening creativity on this amazing May evening with Donna Ray. So um, I would definitely encourage everybody who's coming on with us tonight that if you have any questions, certainly put them in the feed because we will address it as we go. Okay. Um, and you know, Donna Ray has tons of wisdom with regard to lots of stuff. Certainly re reawakening creativity <laughs> is just one thing that she's amazing at. So if you do have any questions while you're watching, I would definitely encourage you to put it in the feed and we'll be happy to address any and all, as long as it's appropriate. Um, <laughs> um, as as we and we, you know, basically launch this tonight. Um, you know, it's interesting. I've been doing these at the end of the month, Donna Ray, instead of doing it at the beginning of the month. And the cool thing is, it's kind of like I get to fit my. So my book is monthly. This is May. Mm -hmm. Recreating. Um, Awakening creativity is the topic, so I get to actually feel into the whole experience. So awesome. it's very cool. Awesome. And the best thing about it is, is that when people come on, it's like we've already, you know, explored the month already and to see where we're going, and and then from there we get to actually do our thing tonight. So I'm going to give it a couple more seconds to see more people. And and Gail, hey, Sky is on. Um, Carol is on. Nice to see you guys. So welcome to our evening. Oh my God, Yao! Oh my God, how are you? He is my friend from Portugal. Even oh, actually, I think he's living in Belgium right now. So thank you for coming on tonight. Um, so. I just want to remind everybody that um, if you are interested in getting the book that these Manifesting with Megs are based on, it's called The Magical Guide to Bliss. You can get it on Amazon.com. I encourage you all to do so. It's an amazing opportunity for you to actually see how to shake your life out of any doldrums and give yourself renewed you know, a spark or burst of anything, to be quite honest. So um, it's available on Amazon.com. Thank you to all of you who supported me last time I was on a Facebook Live. You got me on the top 100 um, for Amazon bestsellers, so I really appreciate that. And as always, I appreciate everybody who shows up for my Manifesting with Megs, and I really, really, really get excited about the fact that everybody is actually, who's showing up is really making a step toward, you know, stepping into an incredibly bright future for everyone, to be quite honest with you, which is all always a good thing because with one body somebody's doing better it's always an imitation or, or, or an invitation for other people to join along so mm -hmm. um, since it's 802 now we're gonna get started um, I want to welcome everybody to rediscovering your creativity in May with Donna Ray Schwartz um, I was very uh, blessed to meet this beautiful woman back in July of 2017 so it's almost two years can you believe yeah. that Donna no. Ray <laughs> I can't believe it time just certainly flies yes huh? yes absolutely you know it's funny because as I'm writing my um, my topical memoir over the last eight years of my life it's very interesting to see um, what kind of things show up and certainly IPEC was the um, opportunity for me that actually shifted me and gave me a strategic plan to move toward a different uh, career and future so mm -hmm. I, I was very excited to meet someone as beautiful and colorful as you are <laughs> on the path so I knew that the creativity topic would be perfect for you um, just as a point of reference for everybody I want to um, I want to start off like we always do for these uh, reawake of these manifesting that I'm going to have Donna Ray pick a number and then set an intention for the conversation this evening. And all of you, I'd like you to join in tonight and actually pick a number along with her, or actually send, set an intention along with her, whatever that intention is, and then she's gonna pick the number. So she's gonna actually offer all of us today, collaboratively creating together um, an insight that's gonna hopefully catapult all of us in the direction of a manifesting incredible dreams, which I am sure as the summer starts, we're all looking forward to you know going a little slower enjoying a little more hopefully and you know being out in the Sun for those up north and, and actually hopefully not baking too much for us down here in, in South Florida um, so I want to give you a little brief uh, so go ahead and pick your number and then okay. set your intention um, I want to give you a background as to who Donna Ray is because I think that she's fascinating and is quite a a woman uh, who is a renaissance woman, I imagine would be a great word for her. 
when she was in her 20s, she actually flew for as a flight attendant for Air Florida, for many of you who flew that, um, flew in the airline, but she wanted bigger and better. So basically looking for the opportunities, you know, when she's prepared and ready, they showed up. So when she went to National Airline, she knew that was a great move because it actually was um, a part of Pan Am at one point in time. So her career got to take a really huge spike at that point. And, um, you know, having the demands of being a new mother, I believe at the time, mm -hmm. you know, she decided that she needed to make another creative switch because she wanted to be there for her her daughter, Shauna Ray, yes. as well. Uh -huh. So um, she basically uh, made decisions that were in line with her showing up for her family. Mm -hmm. And she went into antiquing, which is fascinating <laughs> as well. So she's actually... Um, experienced in antiques as well um, and then you know basically she loved working in that field until she made another decision that it wasn't enough it wasn't satisfying her come alive drive as we can speak so she basically um, wanted to become a makeup artist recreating herself that way as well um, when she became more desirous more 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 learn 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 and the curiousness that wonderful inquisitive Event that we all can show up for, then she actually became a cosmetologist and doing hair and makeup. Yes. And now she's moved even further on with the whole professional coaching. And I'm happy to welcome you here tonight to talk about creativity and how you are going mm -hmm. to reawaken it, this, this stage or this chapter of your life. Thank you. Uh, I sometimes wonder with that introduction, <laughs> do I know her? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we all know her. I think, I think it's all we, it, it's, it's nice to hear how other people see us as well because truly yes. I think it's good to see yourself through the eyes of another person. It's yes. amazing to see how others see how amazing yes. you are. It yes. will give you that extra boost. So I definitely <laughs> know and I see how amazing you are. I'm happy Thank to you. have you here tonight That's with wonderful. me. Thank you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself in your own words other than my own, you know, inserting my own, uh, my own. Um, in my own words, um, yes, <laughs> I, I had to make some family decisions about leaving the airlines. I didn't really want to, but I, I felt like it was necessary. And then when I went into antiquing, it was more than just antiques. We were hired to decorate car showrooms for the holidays, for Christmas. And we were going to people's houses and decorating oh. their houses and doing parties and teas and birthday parties. And it was really a lot of fun. Um, so you <clears throat> actually dealt with antique cars? No, not antique cars, oh, okay. but and, uh, car dealerships where they sold high-end cars. Oh, wow. And whenever there was a beautiful Christmas tree, we were there decorating it. You oh, know, wow. and so we we did a lot of fun things. Something else I never mentioned is that my daughter owned a restaurant, and I worked in the restaurant and catering business with oh, her. Wow. So I've done a few. <laughs> so that was one of your Renaissance moments, right? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, let me ask you something with regard to you know the whole insight for today is dare to do great things in mm -hmm. life. So how you show up every day specifically with the mindset that you're actually setting out to do something new. How, how does that play into your career thus far? Um, well, I think by taking the IPEC journey, it has made me become much more aware of myself and what I want. And I've always known that I want more, but I never knew how to go about it. And so um, I feel like I just woke up and now I, I feel like I want to be more in control of my life. So, um, well, tell me the story. You told me that. So, how did the whole idea around coaching come to life for you? Okay, well, what happened was I was working with a girl, uh, <clears throat> a co worker, and she was in a very deep, dark place. Place. and she was talking to me all the time and I said how do you stay positive how do you stay up you know it just seems so you come across so many obstacles and you show up on time to work you <laughs> on know time. It's uh, on, impressive, right? on time to work and you're very dedicated and you're very good at what you do mm -hmm. how, what's your secret she said I have a life coach and that's when I said, a life coach, what is that? Hmm. And then I said, so what is a life coach? <laughs> Tell us. Because I, I find there's different connotations, some perhaps negative, some really positive. But when you're talking about life coaching, what exactly does that mean to you? Life coaching is, to me, it's helping you get unstuck. Like sometimes mm -hmm. we get stuck in a situation and we don't know how to get out of it. And we can't see because maybe we're 
in this deep dark place and we don't know how to get out of it right. and you just take people from the present to the future where if you're if you're seeing a therapist they go more from the past to the present and I feel like it's easier to move people forward when you are just taking it from here instead of the past so so have you ever had a life coach yourself interesting um, before IPAC? Yeah. No. No, okay. No. So, but a lot of coaching from IPAC. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true because of all the qualifying hours right. that you need to go through. So certainly you get the experience on both ends right. to be the coachee and the coach. But let me ask you this. So when you made the determination to re recreate yourself in this professional mm -hmm. um, mindset, was it something, I mean, I, you've been, you've had so many, like, what was, the, I just really, like, so when you say, like, if you're stuck and you mm -hmm. can't move forward, and, and were you feeling that at that point in time? I was, I was, I was feeling very stuck, I knew I wanted more, and I had mm -hmm. no idea what to, what to do, where to go, and I, I really, I actually looked at it in 2016, and I got very overwhelmed. Oh, you did. I did. Oh, I got wow. very overwhelmed by the program, and said <clears throat> I was feeling stuck. And did I, you start it already in 2016, or you started? No. Okay, so okay. no, I looked at it. That's all I did. <laughs> well, there's, you know, they say baby steps are actually <laughs> something that'll inspire you to the next positive right, action. So right. that's a great great start so I can't say that it was a bad thing but listen literally probably right. catapulted you to the next step so that's great yes. that's yes. awesome so what happens next as far as you deciding to go ahead and do it what was that thing that made you say yes um, I had to find an out I wanted to make sure that if I got into school that I could also get out um, what do you mean by that I don't understand uh, well it was a large <clears throat> commitment from yeah. financial right. and and time yeah. So I wanted to make sure if I took mod one and it wasn't for me, right? because I do try a lot of different things, right. if it wasn't for me, I wanted to know that I had an out. Oh, and I, awesome. I just kept going. Oh, awesome. I so, kept going because I fell in love with coaching. So w let me ask you this as far as like a life goal and you know, with this whole, so you were actually in it saying, okay, I'm going to check this out. If I don't like it, I'm going to jump out. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so that, that's <laughs> actually good. So when you when you finally did it, your impression was when I finally did it, I, <clears throat> I fell madly in love with coaching. I I get up at really weird times and I start with YouTube's and books and reading and on the computer. I'm a different person, and I'm wow. really happy. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, it's that today the inside of the day today, and I have to tell you, it kind of goes to that whole idea of recreating yourself as well. Where Bruce Barton says, nothing splendid, splendid has ever been achieved except by those who dared to believe that something inside them was superior to their circumstance. So does this speak to you in any way as far as, you know, your contemplation of doing something new, you're kind of you know, dabbling around it and then deciding to jump in mm -hmm. regardless of where you found yourself at the time? Um, yes, it does speak to me because I did fall madly in love with coaching and I, I always I always dabbled at different things and if I if I don't like it, I leave. It's just that simple, you yeah. know. So I wanted to fall in love and I fell in love with coaching and I fell in love with the whole thing and when I was working with my coworker and she was telling me about her deep, dark, horrible life that she was having, <laughs> I, it was terrible and yeah. I felt like she has every reason to just be a Debbie Downer and she wasn't because of this life coach. So I said, if I could make a difference in someone's life, that's what I wanna do. Wow. You know, it's, it's, it's funny because you really, with the different skill set, and we were talking about this before we went on, mm -hmm. with the different skill sets you've gained, you've built an incredible ladder mm -hmm. to engage others to serve them. So, mm -hmm. so what I'm trying to say is that you, you're building the fortress, you're building your castle, and each step along the way you add to that. Right. And then, you know, because let me tell you, I don't know what I would do without my hairdresser, first of all, <laughs> because there's nothing better than having fantastic looking hair. And certainly if you have the skills to be able to, you know, bring out people's beautiful features with makeup and cosmetics, mm -hmm. that's another skill set. And then, you know, with life coach, it's kind of like bringing out their inner beauty. Their inner beauty. So yes. you kind of went from the external and then you, you know, you kind of, because I, I have to tell you, many people who go to their, 
you know, their hair or hairdresser or any, or even antiques to be for that matter. Mm -hmm. They're looking for something beautiful. Yes. And then life coaching essentially is having you look within yourself right. for that something beautiful. So now that you're doing that because you're certified now, you're right. out in the world. Like, I, and I know that you're doing Facebook lives as well. And I'm very impressed also because I think that it's fantastic when people actually jump past their their insecurities or the circumstances and get out there in an area mm -hmm. that they have never done before. Mm -hmm. What have you found to be true for you? How has it impacted you on the outset, on the other end of the? Of the um, I I had to let go of waiting for that perfect moment. Mm -hmm. I've learned no. My message. I wanted my message to be heard, and it didn't have to be perfect. Yeah. So um, that's I've learned that. That's really that's really important because I think that a lot of people are are really frozen in life mm -hmm. when they want to say something, they want to share, they want to be vulnerable with their story, but yet they're like, oh my god, what's the world going to think of me? Right. What's going to happen if I put it out there, and how are they going to perceive me? Right. So, what did you do to ha help catapult yourself past that? Well, this is very easy. <laughs> I got coached. <laughs> Wow, there you go. Talk about using your resources well, right? Well, yeah. basically, they asked me a couple of questions like, well, what would happen if you put something out there and you weren't happy with it? Mm. I said, well, probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I started posting Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, honestly, I mean, what's really, I, I, I mean, I guess today and these days, and I mean, I don't know, after Game of Thrones and the Twitter feed that went off <laughs> crazy because people were going nuts about how they didn't like what happened. It's a little different when you're like speaking from the heart with regard right. to your own life and sharing that as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes. All right, people have been a part of Game of Thrones for like a long time, so I guess I think that they're a part of their life. <laughs> but that being said, when you bring your guests to, and, and you make them feel comfortable in the seat that next to them to share their story. Mm -hmm. You're really, that is in and of itself, allowing other people to right. see a bit inside mm -hmm. what's going on with you and then you can move them along, which is right. I think fantastic with what coaching is able to do. So, you know, I, I have to tell you, you know, you have, I mean, I, we had talked about coming on my own Facebook Live back in, in January when you came to the vision board party. Mm -hmm. And we were like, I said, you want to do it? And you were you're like, yes. I said, we'll have to find a, a topic for you. And I said, I reached out to you with May. And you're like, yes, creativity. I'm all over creativity. And, you know, I was curious because I was like, saying, why did you react like that when I asked you? Because I know people like people are like either scared of they're like, I'm not a creative person or that. Okay, yeah, engage me. I am creative. I want to see what's out there. So how... You just jumped on board. You were excited about doing this. So I wanted to ask you, wow, I think that's fantastic. Tell us all, share well, with us, you know? I was just flattered that someone like yourself would be interested in what I have to say. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, it's interesting because I don't know why I wouldn't be interested in what you have to say. Mm -hmm. I think that you have an incredible story. <laughs> I think that, you know, everyone's life journey, especially because we actually, you know, even though that we were sitting right next to each other, when we met each other, no, uh -huh. but you resonated with me. You have a definitely colorful, you know, approach to life. And that is something that I seek more people like that in my life. So, you know, I, you know, want more around me of people who I want to become more like. So that is certainly one thing that was really important to me when I go mm -hmm. out and look for my new like you know my new people that I want to spend time with mm -hmm. for you I, I think that maybe um, you know the whole connotation behind creativity you know because you're such an artist really mm -hmm. you really are when you're doing things like this so how does that help you as you approach this new phase of your life um, being an artist yeah um, of course I never really thought of myself as an artist though um, I guess I just do what feels good. Yeah. Um, but I also have to say that I was looking for people like you as well. Well, there you go. You with your you. energy. <laughs> you yes. Yes. Um, well, I think I have said, I have mentioned, I am learning to let go of this mm, perfection like kind of thing because <clears throat> we're not perfect and nothing's perfect and I can do a video today and think it's perfect and then look at it six weeks from now and go oh that was just terrible what was I thinking well because you've improved that's the difference like you can always improve upon but you've got to begin right? Right, right so yeah I think that's amazing that you can even step back but the bottom line is that you began 
That's, right. You didn't let it stop you right. from engaging, which is right. what the artist does, right? They gotta start with a white canvas, and then you start throwing color on it, yes. and then you start playing with that and mm -hmm. see what comes out, which I think is something that you do very well. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. But I, I've taken a lot of baby steps, Yeah. and um, all of a sudden there's action. <laughs> Amazing, this random great momentum in the direction that you really want to go, which yes. is something that we talked about like earlier with regard to intention is like that you put it into play mm -hmm. by actually clarifying what it is that you really truly want mm -hmm. to see happen and then desire to see it happen, how it unfolds after the fact. Yes. You know, I, I one of the things that I'm going to talk about, like because I think this has been so foremost on my mind and, and I really, really want to finish what I started. Like I feel like, you know, it's kind of the drag effect when things, you know, you know, you, not that you put it off, like, uh, you know, it's funny, throw something a little bit here, a little bit there, but some of those big items on your mm -hmm. checklist, I don't know if you have a checklist or a to-do <laughs> list, which I live by it. If I don't have it, I'm a chaos. I am a chaos. But um, I think that, you know, to get things done in life, you have to really be fine, you know, tuned and like direct vision. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I do is I actually set a checklist to um, set things out. So right now I'm about finish what I'm starting. It sounds to me like you're start what I want to finish. <laughs> yeah, a little different with the whole, you know, you know, round, uh, like yeah. 360, look at the whole thing. So I don't know if that is, you know, anything on direct point mm -hmm. or, or. Yeah, that's, that's really true. Yeah. I, I do want to start. I, 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 I am starting. I, I don't know. <laughs> so like, let me ask you this. So as far as a vision for your life, like, okay. like this power of intention, the mm -hmm. visual, mm -hmm. you know, setting it out, what exactly do you see for this next chapter, really? Well, um, I do want to make, um, I do want to make an impact on people's lives. I, I want to help people, let them know more than anything that they are not alone. I think so many people feel so disconnected today. I feel that we can be connected by cell phones and computers and by so many different things, yet everyone feels disconnected. Yeah. And when you talk to different people, they, they're hurting. And I just want, my message is, you're not alone. And you just have to be open enough to talk to the right people. So my question to you is when you're saying that people, you, you've experienced people are very disconnected. And, mm -hmm. and they're, how do, you, how do you find that in, in the communities that we live in? Like for instance, like are, are, do you see it? Or do they come to you and, and share that with you, or like how? Or how do you? How are you able to determine when, where, and how to reach out mm -hmm. and 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 you know be vulnerable to engage to be that service right. component that you want to do and be? I think it's just talking to people either at the the country club that we go to or the athletic club that I go to. Uh, people in the community they they just say little bits and pieces that make you know that they're feeling. There, some people are just flat out honest and saying they feel a loss. They yeah. feel, they feel disconnected and they don't know what to do to get connected. Mm. That's really kind of this is really really important and very interesting. And I know that when we were talking about, you know, even in in um, we were talking about in IPEC when we were trying to figure out mm -hmm. what our niche was right. and, and and how we wanted to direct this positive energy of service in in what respect and where and how and with who and and all of the above, how have you come to a, a start making a determination or decision as to how you want to focus your niche at this point? Um, well, it really was simple because what happened was my husband retired and I was really aiming in that direction anyway and it just kind of reached out to me and called me and then my mom is downside did downsize and that was a big one another one she's an aging parent what do we do with our aging parents and how do we handle that and so it it just kind of came to me it it called me right so like I know that you've talked about retirement on your Facebook lives and I know that you know maybe with the aging parent issue that's huge nowadays when you're trying to you know still I guess multitask really with mm -hmm. your own life and your own demands and your own at the same time, make sure that the ones that you love 
or love that are addressed as well. How, so what would that, what would that look like as far as advice with regard to how to engage and, and basically navigate those really kind of complicated issues that? Um, well, it is very tricky and it is very complicated. I know with my mom, it had to be her decision. She wanted no part of downsizing. Um, she was very stubborn. <laughs> she made it clear, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> she sure did. Yeah, that's so she, and she made it very clear yeah. that it had to be her decision. And she's very happy. She did downsize a year ago. Oh, and she did. She did, and she's very happy. And, um, you know, the other thing about retirement, too, is when your spouse retires, you need to have a backup plan, you know? Mm -hmm. You need to have, mm -hmm. my husband was a physician for so many years, yeah. and now, I mean, I can't say to him, are you gonna help me with the barbecue? Are you gonna help me with dinner? You know, it's yeah. like demeaning almost, you yeah. know? And he went through a very, very rough time trying to figure it out, but he did. <laughs> so interesting that, so you can, they say the best, life lessons and the wisdom comes from your own experience and having mm -hmm. walked through the journey yourself. So I think the best things when you talk to, you talk or speak to coaching and I find that people find or seek me out because they want to know a little bit of what it took for me to get through those certain very right. complicated areas and for me it was is career transition. So mm -hmm. you dealt with your, not dealt with, but you navigated with your husband this whole mm -hmm. idea of retirement and what that looked like and nobody really can prepare you for that. You no. just need to walk through. How did you find coaching to be an asset to you, at least not with your husband, I'm talking about for your own tools mm -hmm. that you could like say, okay, this is what I'm dealing with, I wanna help him, but at the same time, you know, he's gotta walk his own road too. How do you go about that and then what can you do to help other people do the well, same? Well, I did coach him, actually. Oh, you did? I, I did, he oh, yeah. asked me to. Oh, he asked you he to? He asked oh, there me you go. to. That's a very enlightened husband. Uh, I like that. <laughs> you have a very enlightened husband. You well, can tell him I said that. I will. <laughs> he didn't think he was ready for coaching, but at one point he did ask me to coach him. Wow. Uh, because he was having a very difficult time. You know, wow. he didn't just ease out of work. No. It just, it was a, physician working one day and the next day he's not so and, and he's a physician too surgeons are even more on another level of close to God I'm sure right yes. <laughs> I'm sure yeah yes oh so 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 how did you not like so how did you negotiate that with your husband as far as how it was gonna unfold because I can only imagine that was very tenuous at best as well right <laughs> um, he was very stubborn and it, it was very very difficult but we got through it but the coaching skills absolutely helped me Without, without yeah. those coaching skills, I don't think we would be sitting here right now. Well, you had a fantastic interview with him. Yes, you Actually, he sat down with you and he talked yes. to you about it, which I think is amazing because yes. once again, the vulnerability of your story shared with mm -hmm. others so that they don't have to go through it alone, which is what you're contemplating. And then right. in the outset, you don't have to go through this alone. And that's right. one of the best things that someone who's gone through the same thing that you're going through right. can do to help you. Not in a therapeutical situation, but actually as a life coach moving you forward, right. if that's where you are and that's the help you need. Mm -hmm. You also talked to me about your interest in helping children as well. And I know you mm -hmm. have grandchildren mm -hmm. or a grandchild. Two. Two grandchildren, two, two mm -hmm. girls, right? Yes. So let me ask you, what exactly does that look like for you as well when you're talking about this vision towards your new creative professional career? Well, I was very torn. Um, they really encourage us to pick a niche and <clears throat> I was torn because I also um, work with take stock and children I'm a mentor and they're high school students and they're in the scholarship program and if their grades are not maintained oh, okay. then their scholarship is taken away and they okay. can never get it back okay. so I believe that kids today are very fragile mm -hmm. and I think they need someone outside <clears throat> of their home to encourage them and let them know that you're there for them and that you yes. care and that that you want them to maintain this great average. You want them to be to to be supported. You know, I, I want to speak to that because I think it's really you touched on something that's really important because there's such 
a belief out there, and I think it's rampant at this point, that you have to show up perfect. And don't ask for help, because someone's gonna know that you're not perfect, and you don't have everything together, and you should know, and you should learn, and you should already have mm -hmm. all of that you need inside of you, and that's just not the case. Right. You, you know, that's not the case. And when you're speaking to the point that you have a mentor, you're providing that kind of, mm -hmm. you know, um, support, really, to kids, then you're offering them the idea that you can't don't have to take life so seriously right. and be so mean to yourself that you know don't beat up on yourself because ultimately mm -hmm. you don't have the answers, but you will if you ask the questions, right? right? So I think that that's amazing. That and, and and how have you worked with children up until this point so far? I, I'm curious. Um, well, what we do is we meet with them. You have to meet with them 15 times throughout oh, the school year. Wow! But I meet with them more often than that because I feel that that's what I do. Wow. That's why I'm doing that. Yeah. I want them to know I care, and I want them to move on to the next grade, and Amazing. I want them to keep their scholarship. So I go as often as I can. Wow! Um, but um, I've only done this for this is my second year. Um, I've only had well, three students. One more year than yeah, last year, right? So right. I mean, at least you're building on that. You're saying baby steps. You start where you're starting, right. and that's where we were talking about it before. You know, we were like, remember we were talking about how you know our whole careers. Right. We don't just throw it away. You actually build have built on it, and then where you are is where you're supposed to be based upon right. what you've built up until that point, which I think is fascinating because then people don't have to think that, oh my God, I didn't do such a great job, but I'm done. But you actually use all the wisdom that you gained mm -hmm. from that prior experience toward the future, right. which is really what you do with these kids. That's what mm -hmm. you're showing them is like, I believe in you. You know, I don't know, maybe did you have that kind of experience growing up too, that someone actually no, said that to you? No, and I think that's the reason that I real I was a very, very quiet, shy. Really? One to sit in the back of the classroom, oh, okay. did not speak. I would never, I would never <laughs> guess, to be quite honest, yeah. Uh, I wow. didn't have anything to say, yeah. so. <laughs> Wow. So, Until what point in time? Because that changed. We all know that changed. I mean, maybe the flight yeah. attendant. Oh, okay, that was it. Yeah, because those skills that you gained, I mean, you're dealing with so many different people on so many different levels. I'm sure that just even showing up with a smile, sometimes you're under your, you're under your breath, like, I want to kill these people. Right. You know, I'm sure, like, I just, like, I can't even imagine. I feel so bad sometimes for the flight attendants, and you can tell when they're about to snap because yes. they're just like, oh, no, no. Yeah, no not more. today, <laughs> not today, right? right? Not today, no more. Right. So, you know, how many years did you do that again? Um, well, I worked for two different airlines, and actually, well, I worked for many more than that. Um, I would say probably 15 years. Oh, wow, so 15 years, so a long time. Mm -hmm. And let me ask you, as a part of that whole experience, did you get to travel around the world? I, not around the world, okay. but I did travel quite a bit. Uh, in the country? Love it, yeah. love it. Oh, yes. yes. So, so did you do that before you actually joined? As a flight attendant, yes. Oh, so my, you always traveling, right? Oh, right. Awesome. We did. Um, we did a lot of trips with my father, and um, oh, was he a, a, a pilot? He was a judge. Oh, he was, he a, was judge. a judge. Okay. So, um, oh, awesome. We went on a lot of trips with him, and you know, I just loved traveling. I oh, loved amazing. being on the airplane too. I lo I loved. I just thought it was. Is that something that you still engage in at this point in time? I or? like to check out those flight attendants. Oh, yeah? They're not doing their job. <laughs> oh, really? So it's a different world now. Well, it's a different world. Yeah. And, and, and we're talking a very long time ago, yeah. so when it was a little more glamorous. Oh, yeah. Well, there was glamour, let yeah. me tell you. When you walked yeah. on those planes, I mean, I don't even know when my parents would drive, take us on <laughs> flights. They're like, you need to dress your best. You need to right, look good. Of course. We were not allowed to get on the plane if you looked like Shab. So there's no way. And plus, people treat you differently when you show I, up, right? Yes. They, they treat, even I'm sure flight attendants will treat you differently yes. if you show up. So maybe create yourself some style when you get on a plane. And it. you'll have a better experience when you're on that plane. <laughs> Let me tell you, people will definitely re you know, represent in kind, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. But yeah, but back in the day, they had like standards. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. standard, like really stringent standards yes, too, right? Yes, very. Wow. You couldn't gain I mean, three pounds. Oh, so that was another. And were there no men that were a part of the flight attendants? Um, there were with the bigger airlines, like okay. Pan Am. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, yes. So when you were with Pan Am, it was different than when the initial. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, I'm sure you have some really incredible stories. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. I mean, uh, I don't know. Nothing I can repeat. <laughs> nothing you can repeat. <laughs> well, I don't know. The statute of limitations probably passed with regards to anyone suing you, so I don't think that's going to be a problem, but I yeah. do respect. I do respect. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. So let me ask you, where are you on your journey right now? Like, like as we sit here contemplating your future and I said where do you see yourself my future self yeah um, I do want to share my story yeah. and I do want to work with people and help them my biggest thing is I want them to know that they are not alone mm -hmm. you know uh, we ha we grew up with this <clears throat> idea of perfect families and perfect this and perfect that and the perfect marriage and nothing is perfect yeah. and I think the more <clears throat> that we talk about your struggles, it kind of opens the door for you to say, yeah. you know, I, I kind of been struggling too, yeah. you know, at this. And I, I want to let go of this perfect world because there is no such thing. And I, I just really... That's really hard though. Like, it when, is. especially if you're so used to showing up, looking a certain way, doing a certain thing, having that... Um, high standard of mm -hmm. ethos of perfection. I mean, I, it's funny that you're speaking to this right now because one of the, ten, the tenets in my book, you know, they're not saying this is good. I'm not saying it's, it's bad. I'm just saying it was, you know, that, mm -hmm. you know, we were, um, because my parents wanted us to excel, we were striving toward a standard of excellence right. that I don't even know how anybody can meet, to be quite honest. Right. And then, I, and then you turn around and you're like, I'm not having any fun. This is crazy. I want to have fun in my life. So by virtue of stepping back from mm -hmm. that whole idea that in your mind, only your mind, right? Because right. like we said before, I see you very differently than maybe you see me, is that you turn it around mm -hmm. and say, okay, back off. Like back off, be the advocate for yourself for once, and then just step back and say, okay, that's enough. That's right. enough, you know, that, and, then, and then that's what you're trying to do to encourage other people right. as well, right? Right, right. Which I think is fantastic. So now you are going to step back from the perfection and actually show up authentically, right? Because authentically hope so. is hopefully where you are going to be because that's what we all benefit right. from Donna Ray, right? Right. So let me ask you, like, so as far as like inspiration mm -hmm. to others who are still facing perhaps, you know, those, you know, naysaying doubts and those fears and all of that stuff that keeps you from actually exploring different mm -hmm. avenues of creativity because there might be something that drives you or actually calls you that you're not doing because you're afraid. What would it, the inspiration be that you would offer to that person who's sitting there now listening to us wondering, oh my God, I don't want to, I can't do this, I don't know. Well, this is just going to sound silly, but kind of like Nike, just do it. Just, you know, <laughs> just do it. Don't second guess yourself because... I would be sitting there in where I was in 2016 looking going I can't do this wow. so in 2017 I said I'm gonna take baby steps and if I decide I don't like it I can start another journey mm -hmm. but I wanted to finish it was very important for me that I finished this journey so and what was your biggest fear looking back at the 2016 um, Donna Ray like what was your fear like what was the thing that was holding you back um, a lot of things were. Uh, myself was my biggest. Explain block. that because I, because I see you I very had, differently as you see. You. I had all this self doubt, and I had, I I kept thinking I'm too old. Who's gonna want? You know, I had age that only I was creating this right. this limiting belief. Um, I just thought, who who wants a life coach that's my age, you know? And well, who doesn't? That's who they pay the money to. Well, like, I have <laughs> wisdom. I'm here to tell you, I have wisdom. But even more, <laughs> so you have experience. You, yes. You know, I mean, that's the thing. I I, I went to see Michelle Obama the other day, and and she awesome. spoke. She said, "All you." you know, 20s and 30s, and no dissing on the 20s and 30-somethings. But the reality is, you don't have the experience that I do sitting in my, right. sh in, in, sitting in this seat, where I have after all these years of actually, you know, getting out there, putting myself out there, mm -hmm. and then having to deal with raising mm -hmm. children. Yes. Oh my God. That in and of itself is a book, right? I mean, like, <laughs> it's literally, no one gives you the handbook when you start. Right. And then so on and so on and so on and so on. So in even the chapter that you write that I, I finished IPEC, I got certified, I did, that in and of itself, you do have the experience, you have mm -hmm. the knowledge, and it's important that you share it with others. Because yes. 
one of the things that they told us all the time with the mentoring program when I used to work at the government was that you don't want to die with the body buried and no one knows where it is, right? right I mean, right. you don't want to start all over again. You, right. you, you, you want to use what you've learned and build on it. So you speak, to, speak a little to that as far as your, what you can offer now sitting where you are with all of this wealth of knowledge and all of this incredible wisdom that you have. Well, I think, first of all, if you have that, that thought that you want to do something, explore it, do it. Don't sit there with regrets and say, well, gosh, I could have been, I could have been done already. Or, or, you know, if you don't explore, you're never going to know and you're just going like to stay that. stuck. You're just going to stay stuck. Well, and there's nothing, nothing you have to like commit yourself to. Even <laughs> when you did commit yourself to something about like exploring the whole idea of taking these classes involving right. coaching, you didn't, you, you, you found yourself able to jump in, but not fully, you know, like to figure it out and see whether you liked it or not. Explore right. research, what you were saying, right? Right. And you found out in the end that it was something that you really loved. But from what you're telling me, you always knew it was going to be something you yes. loved. Because yes. You got, like you said, you said you got goosebumps and your hair yeah. went up and those are the signs that when something makes you come alive, you want to do more of it, right? Right, right, absolutely. Which, which I think is like something, like as far as tools toward creativity goes, like mm -hmm. if you want to think about it that way, I mean, for me, one of the things that I find amazing is to grab onto something that makes me feel like I'm coming alive, whether it be painting or writing or speaking mm -hmm. or anything for that matter. I don't right. know whether there's something that you want to speak to as far as that, other than helping people, maybe a, a certain avenue that you have explored where you can get creative, you can mm -hmm. bring something new into this world. Well, I, I just love helping people. That's, mm -hmm. that's my biggest message is, is that you're not alone and um, no one, it, it pains me to see people that are suffering in, in relationships or in, in a job or in a, in a situation that yeah. they're not happy in. And uh, pains me. Been through it. <laughs> you too. You too, or no? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So no, we all? Yeah. Oh my God. Remember, I'm older. Oh, <laughs> I've been around. I have to tell you, it's, it's funny because what do you tell the person who's just sucking it up, saying that this is all it is? I have to do this. I can't do anything else. Well, have to. You don't have to do anything, but you have to remove those blocks. Yeah. That, and you've got some kind of block or some kind of hold for the reason that you're staying in a bad relationship or a, a, a working environment that doesn't make you happy. Maybe it's money. Who knows? Who knows? But, but, you know, once you jump outside the box, right. what is it that you found as a part of um, your own experience and your own wisdom to share? Because... Once you do step out, it's not people you find out for yourself, really, right? The whole exploration process. Yeah, I, I feel like I found freedom, I found joy, and um, I would say freedom is is really a a a great way to describe what I found. That's it, you know, that's important because when you talk about freedom, it's really freedom to be who you are, right? To make a choice. To make a choice and to show up exactly as you want to like you right. want to drive this boat or this right. party and you know yep. which is which is like an amazing gift that we all have, you know, in, in this world because we live where we live and, and mm -hmm. we, we that's what we can do. We right. can do that. Nobody yep. needs to give us permission, but if you need permission, Donna Ray's going to give it to you. <laughs> so for for you know, seriously because that in and of itself perhaps may be the one thing to think about creative freedom, getting excited around something that makes you, you know, want to jump out in the world. Right, right. And that's what coaching did for me. It made me, I was no longer stuck. I felt like mm -hmm. I want to go out and introduce myself to as many people as possible and say, I, I got this. I can yeah. help you. <laughs> well, that's the whole idea is that you can actually help people. And mm -hmm. certainly when you, and, and that's the enthusiasm around coaching that I get excited about because right. people really don't understand how it works. It's not, but you know, think about it like, um, when you're dealing with a team, right? The mm -hmm. team, and they always say it's always the coach that gets the team excited and motivated, right. enthusiastic, and it's contagious. Well, the same thing for a coach. You have a personal life coach who's sitting there and saying, okay, 
What is it that you want to do? How can we get you there? You set the terms and mm -hmm. I'm going to cheer you on and guide you in the way right. that you want to go, which is right. fantastic because then the results will come. Right. And then when you get the result, it's just building on that positive velocity going forward. So it's super exciting. And as you move along in this world, you'll realize the more people who are attracted to you mm -hmm. and, and, and specifically to what you have to offer, it'll be more and more exciting for both parties involved. Yes. Yes. So let's go back to the beginning of the interview when I asked you to set your intention and pick a number. Okay. So first of all, you know, I always say my intention is to have fun because I love to have the conversation where people come in here and they just offer to share whatever it is around the topic for that month because it just makes me excited. I'm very privileged and honored to have you here and then to have fun having the conversation because I do love talking to you. So that's, <laughs> that's just besides the point. But with regard to you, what was your intention that you set for tonight when they're talking about positive creativity around your life? Um, I really feel that taking this course has made me realize that I felt like I was a passenger in my own life and that I wanted to be in the driver's seat. And it made me realize that decisions are not as hard as I made them. Mm. I made every decision in my life before so hard. And it's not that hard. It really isn't. You know, you just make a decision and you go move forward. Uh, so, so at this point, you know, it's funny because I think that being in the driver's seat is always where you've been. It's just you decide to like move the person out of the side. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my turn now. I'm driving. Move over. Thank you so much. And actually using your voice. Right. And then you'll right. see how many incredible people will actually walk and step up and say, oh, I want what she's got, you know? Right. You know, kind of like that Harry Met Sally kind of thing. So yes. anyway, what number, what number did you pick with regard to that? 33 has been 33 showing up. I do love the threes anyway, too, as well. So. Okay, so 33, and what we do now is that you read the, the, um, the insight, and I want to remind everybody that tonight, um, it's this page, it's this one. Oh, it's, it's, the, it's, oh, it's the page sorry, number. Sorry. So I want to remind everyone that this, perhaps you set an intention tonight for your own life, and that this speaks directly to that as well, by virtue of the wisdom of Donna Ray. So go ahead, go for it. <laughs> I'm reading here. So you're reading the whole thing. Oh, the, the whole, whole thing? thing? Yeah, the whole thing. Oh my thing. goodness. Yes, the oh. whole thing. Okay, so a greater world than we could ever imagine. Wow. There is no greater thing that you can do with your life than to follow your passions in, in a way that serves you and the world. That's amazing sounds good. right there. That's still, yeah. That sounds good. Oh, sorry, my glasses aren't the best. It's okay. <laughs> uh, two, two heads are better. That, that is something that happens. Uh, yeah, that, they probably need cleaning. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> two heads are better than one. In fact, if it's on the shoulders of giants, <clears throat> they are able to recognize them new breakthroughs and explore further innovation, innovative design. There will always be a vital need for many thinkers to enhance the process. One person alone can never take all the credit for good works or deeds. Sorry. No, you're good. You have it, to need more light. I think so. Okay. It's okay. Um, where, okay. It has often been the hero guided by the myth, mythical mentor who gives way to informed like choices as the journey continues. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It has been and always will be communal effort that leads to great discoveries to, that enhance the collective good. The successful performance only goes on seamlessly because each person joins together to follow his or her passions in in a way that sets out to serve themselves and the world. It's you. That's what you just said. Wow, this <laughs> is you amazing. Go. You picked 33. <laughs> I did. And when you are a part of that collective effort, you will walk away experiencing the great thrill of being alive, mm -hmm. connected to others for greater good. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, two heads are better than one. Look around and share your ideas with others to gain perspective that will break through any um, illusory barrier that gets in the way. When the two heads collide in a wonder, wonderful way, something amazing can be created by virtue of the talents and put forth. Uh, you will then reap the rewards through the realization of the world that is more beautiful, kinder, greater, more peaceful through joint effort than any other could 
ever imagine alone. And then the magical that, key to blue, the bliss. Okay, discover what you're, you're what you're passionate about today. That's awesome. That's awesome. And that's really that's awesome. what happened to me when I found out about life coaching. That's amazing. Well, you know, I have to tell you, with regard to that, I think the two things that stood out for me with you reading that was you were talking about mentorship, and then you're talking about in this in this insight the mythical mentor. You know that we all can be each other's mythical mentors, really, when we're actually helping each other get to the point where we both define our passions and we lead you know one by one along the path that gets people to actually engage their creativity in a different way which i think is ultimately what happens to us when we set out in may to actually be the creators of our life we get to decide mm -hmm. what unfolds by sitting in the driver's seat that you're speaking yes. to and then yes. then whatever happens from that point on is just going to be by virtue of an exciting looking for that something wonderful mm -hmm. and you become a part of the process because you don't step back you're actually engaging in which i think is fantastic so 33 of magical guide to bliss was a perfect 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 segue so really i want to say that is amazing thank you so much for that i think thank it's you. absolutely fascinating and as is always the case i always give my guests the final words. So take it away, Donna Ray. What is the insight that you want to leave for everybody tonight as they are also contemplating this creative reawakening in their I lives? I want to leave love and joy and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Just do it. Just whatever it is that you have in your heart to do, do it. Amazing. Well, I think, you know, that is clearly simply to the point. Just do it because really, what are you waiting for? Right. I mean, it can't be in age it can't be an experience it can't be because you don't have any of that until you actually move so i think it's fantastic what you said and and i really appreciate you being here to share that with us tonight um i will be putting in the feed after the fact donna ray's um instagram connections as well as her facebook if you want to reach out to her and are interested and getting coaching around retirement or perhaps <laughs> even around children because if you yep. have a, a child who needs mentoring she's an amazing amazing force of love and joy and freedom actually that will you know engender a, an, an individual to actually maybe start believing in themselves again and actually yep. setting out on a path that's going to change the trajectory of their whole course of the future by virtue of someone just showing certain care now at this stage and whoever knows how old they are so i think that um that will be fantastic to connect you guys. Um, like I said, I'll be putting that into the Facebook feed. And also with regard to my own, if you're looking help for um, you know, transition as far as careers, et cetera, and helping to find your life purpose and passion and want your dreams to come true, you can always contact me at magnosra.mac.com. I will be on the feed. I love working with people like Donna Ray. Um, she certainly is a very gifted and talented coach. Um, I'm certain that those who are, you know, aligned and resonate with what her message tonight certainly will benefit greatly by just actually having an opportunity to talk to her. And, and like I said, her colorful creativity can't help but show up. So I want to thank you again, Donna Ray, for you. coming on. I think that your magic is, you know, accentuating my own. And, you know, actually sitting in my own isolation, my own writing room right now, I keep saying, once I'm done with all of this, I get to focus on, so once I finish what I started, finish my books, <laughs> then I can actually engage in the world again. So I would love to do <laughs> events with you in the future. Who knows what yes. could happen when we create it together, collaborate together. So I, I definitely am excited about the future. It, it seems very bright and, and all because you said yes to something that made you come alive. So <laughs> I want to say thank you again. Thank Remember, you. Remember, all of you out there, you are the deliberate creators of your life. So let your soul be guided by your dreams. I think that that is going to be the, what is going to help us all raise this positive vibration that is just waiting and desperately needing to be raised here at this point in time in the world. So I want to thank you all for tuning in and I want to wish you well. Remember, you can get the Magical Guide to Bliss on Amazon.com if you want a piece of this. And um, certainly it's helped many people up until this point and I'm really, really excited um, to get the feedback with anyone who is actually touched because this was a vulnerable moment for me to put my words out there and I can't tell you how, what the kind of result was in return. It's been an amazing, amazing journey so far. So once again, everybody, thank you so much. I wish you an amazing rest of your May. Looking forward to June. And 
as the school winds up for a lot of people have a wonderful wonderful summer and congratulations on the incredible graduations out there as you graduate and take another step mm -hmm. toward the drive toward the life of your dreams okay thank all you. right thank you so thank much you. take care everybody bye bye, bye.